0: Would you like to become a high-level influencer yourself? Well, don't miss out. Go over to thebookofpublicspeaking.com and grab your free copy of our latest book, not surprisingly called The Book of Public Speaking. This book will take you through what I share based on what I've learned as a speaker on stages for close to 20 years. It also shares interviews with some of the top speakers and speaking related professionals that I've had the pleasure to spend the time with. And in in addition, it includes quotes in the back by other speakers around why they get into speaking, their favorite speaking tips and strategies they use to get more stages. So if you're wanting to become another and a better influencer then feel free to grab this book it'll teach you more than just speaking but if you're wanting to get on stages and you leverage that as an influence tool then look no further again the book of public speaking.com now i hope you enjoy the show Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. It is Corey Poirier coming back with another episode of the Let's Do Influencing show. As I mentioned in the last episode, Shelley Rogerson, my girlfriend and I, are taking over this show uh, leading up to us launching her show, I guess our co-host show. Keep saying it's ours, but uh, I'm really excited to see her get this show off the ground. However, having said that, uh, we decided to kind of take over my show for a couple of months for a specific reason, uh, putting out the new book of why and how, my uh, new book with uh, publisher Morgan James Publishing. And so I decided what we would do is chat about different parts of the book. Uh, so what I'm planning to do right now is, like we did the last time, I'm just going to open the book to a page, grab a spot, and then we're just going to have a chat about that part of the book. Shelley I don't know if you want to say hi while I find a page in the book but I'll leave that up to you.
1: Good morning everyone or good afternoon or evening wherever you may be located.
0: So let's chat about this. Now this time around I opened up to a quote like a quote page so I get to pick one of eight quotes and just so I don't um, you know just so I don't lose a lot of time in trying to pick a quote I am picking one that I don't even remember what the quote is Uh, but uh, she'll probably like this that we're giving her shout out but Karen Penton. So, Karen Penton from our little neck of the woods in uh, Summerside, Prince Edward Island, who's a musician, singer, songwriter. uh, Karen's quote, I'm going to read it, Shelly, and then we can chat about our thoughts about this specific quote. So, Karen's quote is Your situation won't change if you're not willing to change. To change, you need to grow. To grow, you need to challenge yourself. To challenge yourself, you need to take risks. To take risks, you need to get out of your comfort zone. So, Shelly, I don't know if you want to take it away or you want me to take it away. Okay. Uh, So the first thing I noted in there was comfort zone. And as you know, this is a big passion area for me, helping people get outside their comfort zone because I know... My life changed the day I get outside of my comfort zone. And in the book, I talk about getting outside your comfort zone. I also reference in the book, uh, my TEDx talk. My second TEDx talk was about steps and strategies to get outside your comfort zone. So again, this is a big passion area for me. But also, I recognize that it took a lot of time and a lot of work for me to get outside my comfort zone. Uh, so, having said that, I can talk some strategy, I can talk about what I learned, I can talk about all that stuff, but maybe, Shelly, I'll talk uh, to you and ask you first about you getting outside your comfort zone, because I think I can safely say, based on your post about the last show, uh, even just doing this is outside your comfort zone. So, would you agree with that?
1: Yes, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, uh, why, are, you know, why are you willing to do it, even though it's outside your comfort zone, I guess is the question.
1: Well, um, I definitely have been talking about doing a podcast now for quite some time Um, the podcast that we'll move into after this one um, will focus on addiction recovery and high performance Um, and so this is kind of a good uh, practice for me um, before we kind of move over to the next one Um, but uh, it's only day two and I will say that I am enjoying it so far um, I think uh we're always nervous, we're always scared, we're worried about what others will think, we're worried about um how we'll feel in the situation. um being out, outside you know outside your comfort zone is always a bit uncomfortable <laughs> uh, but I think the more you it's like anything, the more you do it, the more the more comfortable you get. and I think that's the key is um. You know sometimes we like you we find our passions we find what we love to do when we take that risk and we take a step outside and I love that quote from Karen you know it's it kind of gives you the steps that you go through um, which is really neat
0: well and the other thing too I'll add in as far as the uh, comfort zone side of things is I talk uh, in my in my talk about this about a, 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 a she's actually an Olympian who, became a public speaker and gets paid now to speak and share her message. And she talked about how that was outside her comfort zone. You know, we always think Olympians are almost like, uh, I'm going to say invincible or indestructible or nothing would scare them. And her name's Silken Lawman, And she had said that um, speaking was outside her comfort zone. So I asked her how she did it. You know, how did you do it if it was that far outside your comfort zone? Because she was like me when I started speaking and had this crippling fear. And she said, which I thought was so profound, what for her, what it was is her message was so powerful that the desire to share her message was greater and bigger than the fear of actually doing it. So to me, it circles right back to the theme of this book in some way where I talk about how if you can figure out your why, the how will figure itself out. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what happened for her. Her Why was so big that she was willing to go after the how. But it's, it won't be easy. You know, getting outside your comfort zone won't be easy for people. However, one other thing that I want to add here is that and something we didn't do, which we should do, is if you want to get outside your comfort zone, like Sil- uh, Silken did, like you're doing right now, first of all, you need to figure out um, what's the big thing you want to do. But once you figure out what that, that is, then you need to go with the baby steps. You know, so what are the baby steps to get outside your comfort zone? For you, for example, it could be listening to other podcasts. And I know you listen to a lot of them. So you get to hear the flow and how a podcast works. So that could be a baby step. And for some people, that could be uncomfortable. The other side is, And this is the part we didn't do yet is I think you need to set rewards so that each time. So for we should have done a reward for after that first show. And so you set rewards in advance and then give yourself that reward after you take that step, however big or small. And the benefit to that is you're going to want that next reward, the dangling carrot. And so if you set small steps, it's easier to take the steps. You reward yourself after each one. I found that you get closer and closer to your main big area that's really inside your comfort zone. You've already started to expand your comfort zone with the baby steps and then it just gets easier to take that big step. So I agree with Karen that you go through all those motions and I think you're going through those motions when you take the baby steps as well but going through them it's not as big on your body and it's not as emotional versus if you try to take that one big step at once would you agree with that like if we just yes. turned on the mic and I didn't even tell you we we're doing a podcast and then said here let's go would that be harder than us preparing for it, getting equipment planning you listening to other podcasts
1: well I think you yeah like you have to plan um, but I think you can over plan I think I'm an over planner because you know the overplanning keeps me in the Oh, I'll do it tomorrow phase of things so eventually you kind of have to take the step off the cliff and take the risk um, but at the same time you just have to see what happens you know and it is about baby steps because you get overwhelmed otherwise and I think that's what happens when you overplan is like you're looking at everything that needs to get done and you're not focusing on like you said the baby steps Um, you know, it's the same as everything in my life. I mean, it could be even cleaning the house. You know, if I look at everything that needs to be done, um, you know, like I've been sick. So things have gotten behind and I'll get overwhelmed and I'll go, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. But if I just go, okay, just one room at a time, then it's a bit easier.
0: Yeah. I so so agree. And you know, another thing, and this is kind of off topic, and off path but I still think it is on path and it also is on path for sure for the podcast we're going to do together but you and you're open about this so I wouldn't say it if you weren't but you're five years sober when you first you know obviously there's so many other emotions going on when you're an addict and you're just trying to get sober especially that first little while but was that outside your comfort zone like is there any component of that of trying to get sober after you've been comfortable with maybe the addiction allows you to be a different person and and deal with stuff in a different way is it even getting outside your comfort zone do you feel for addicts to even get sober is that related yeah. to comfort zone
1: yeah definitely I mean you have to go into a social setting where before you were using I mean no I shouldn't say you I was using um, you know a drug of choice to take away the social anxiety to make me feel more comfortable in social settings Um so when you take that away, um, yeah, it's very uncomfortable, and you know. And then if you're sober, freshly sober, and you go into a situation where other people may be using, um, you know, like that's that you know, the whole process, everything about it. I mean, if you were a user who used daily and used it in most situations in your life, you know, everything. You know, everything has to change. So
0: I'll tell you something as you're saying this that made me think of that. I just sat on another show recently and it was a metaphor that I had never thought of before and it came to life on the show. So I want to share, but I was thinking about how when you're expanding to your comfort zone, your comfort zone will only grow as much as you're willing to grow. And so, you know, if your comfort zone's really tiny, then you within it is, is smaller. Because if I, I visualize it a person that's inside the comfort zone, it has to take steps. So you're only, it's only going to grow as big as you're willing to step. And I thought about how it's almost like a metaphor for the goldfish. How when you put a goldfish in a tank, <clears throat> if you put the goldfish in a small tank, that's their comfort zone. In that small tank, they'll only grow as big as that tank. They can't grow that tank. But if you get a bigger tank, then they have to swim around more and go more outside their comfort zone. And then they grow bigger. And so I think that's how it works with us. I think we grow, as, as people, we grow more and bigger the bigger our comfort zone gets and the more steps we're willing to take in each direction. Would you agree with that?
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: So I guess then the follow-up to that is, what are your thoughts? Because uh, you, we just talked about a couple of ways that you've grown outside your comfort zone. What are your thoughts outside of taking baby steps what are your thoughts on what allowed you to do that? Like, was there maybe one of the things, could it be hope of what life could look like outside your comfort zone? Um, really wanting what's outside your comfort zone, but even though it's hard to do and scared to do it, like what, what's the, was there any motivator or catalyst that you see that helped you do it?
1: For me personally, it was live or die. I mean, the life I was living was leading to death. Um, so for me, I mean, it that, that it's as easy as that. I mean, you've seen my journal. I mean, on the front, it, it really was, you know, live or die. And I think when you're at that point, um, it doesn't matter if it's uncomfortable. You have to do it. I mean, I knew that every day I had to go to bed sober. So I guess that's even where you go with the baby steps, right? I didn't look at a month. I didn't look at two months. Um, For me, you know, we've talked about my journal and, you know, every morning, my only thing, the number one thing to accomplish that day was to go to bed sober. So that was outside my comfort zone, but it also was a baby step. I broke it down day to day to day, you know, so even five years, I'm still only you know the five years doesn't matter if i go out tomorrow it's all taken away and it's going to lead me down a different path so even today i still have to just focus on you know i'm going to put my head down on my pillow tonight's over
0: so last thing i wanted to ask you your thoughts on and this is something that just jumped into my head right now but i'd like to get your thoughts on it i was listening to um an arnold schwarzenegger um Yeah, it was a YouTube video, motivational speech. And what it was is, as you know, for our mastermind, I usually pick out a video for us to watch. And I may have even already picked the Arnold one before, but I was watching a different video, the one we listened to and watched this week. And then the Arnold one started playing because I wasn't paying attention. You know, YouTube automatically just starts playing the other one. And one of the things that Arnold said that I thought was uh, interesting is he talked about Muhammad Ali. And I don't know if he asked Muhammad Ali or somebody else asked Arnold and Muhammad Ali was there, but whatever way it happened... When they asked Muhammad Ali how many sit-ups, I think it was sit-ups that he does in a row, he said, uh, I, I don't start counting until it hurts. And so it made me think of that quote, and I think it's by, and I hope it is, because I might be wrong on this. If I am, I apologize. But Neil, uh, Neil Walsh, uh, who I think Neil was the Conversations with God book, uh, Neil Donald Walsh, I think. Okay. And uh, anyway, I think it's his quote that says, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And so it's almost the same way as Muhammad Ali doesn't start actually counting his push-ups until it hurts because that's when it really starts. That's when the workout starts. I view that quote the same way is that what he's saying is if you're, if you're inside your comfort zone, life hasn't really begun for you yet. It's when you finally get outside the comfort zone, life starts truly beginning. So I guess my question to you, Shelly, out of that uh, to kind of bring us to a close is what are your thoughts on that quote? Like, do you think that's true? Do you agree with it? Do you agree with it to an extent? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I agree with it. And I think as what Karen said, too, I mean, I think stepping out your comfort zone is starting to grow. Mm -hmm. So that is when you grow and you expand and you become your authentic self.
0: Awesome. I love it. Well, Shelly, as usual, this has been a pleasure. I say as usual, it's our second show. Uh, But this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much uh, for joining me again today, uh, making some magic happen, helping spread the word about the book, because I believe uh, these quotes, these insights, the parts of the book, uh, hopefully can help other people. Uh, But also, if you think about the conversation it can trigger, 15 minutes from one short quote, it tells you how powerful these messages can be for us. So thank you for helping me pass this uh, message along and keeping the dream alive.
1: Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, Corey.
0: Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget to grab your free copy of The Book of Public Speaking at com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more
1: top business podcasts, visit c com.